You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Stuff your stories in a sack, mister. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. I'm sorry. Congratulations, you've unlocked this week's episode of All Apologies, the show about apology tours and demanding satisfaction. I'm your host, Trucker Andy, and with me since birth is my co-host, Joe Sixpack. Hey, what's up? Joe, do you have something you'd like to say to me? You know, what the heck? No? I don't have something to say to you. You don't? I was going to You do, just kept man. me sitting down here for an hour. <laughs> You're not going to apologize for that? Um, I think you know why I'm not going to apologize. You're going to wait and you're going to like it. Please follow us on Instagram at All Apologies Podcast to find out who's going on an apology tour next. And if you issue or demand an apology in the comments, we'll read it on the show. So anyway, for five up. stars. I yeah, can just read any oh, fucking yeah, no. bullshit apology. Well, this or is the Instagram. There's demand. no star rating on Instagram. Oh, oh but comment do, on Instagram. If you comment in Apple comments and reviews, please rate it five stars. And if you leave an apology there, we'll read that one too. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this this one's coming through the news cycle recently, just as a, a roundup, a real quick one. That everybody's been the talking about. The hot goss. The hot goss that's been coming through the wire lately is uh, good old Bob Huggins, the uh, basketball coach from West Virginia, apparently has a bit of a rivalry with his old employers at uh, University of Cincinnati. And I guess they're going head to head at some point. So that's about three weeks old at this I point. I thought it was but, Xavier. I don't mm, know. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm. I, all the Listen, tweets. Andy and I know as much about college basketball as we do about nuclear physics. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I know about as much about this story as whatever Twitter is telling me. Let's just let's just throw it to good old Bob Huggins. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think you had a good idea. We're going to do the apology first and then save the, uh, you know. The, what was said. Right. Who's? We're, <laughs> we're going to put the cart before the horse. Hours later, Huggins releasing an apology on social media saying in part, quote, I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended. As I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. Now Okay, I kind of like doing it this way because now you're you're it's left to your imagination. Right. You're like, "Wow, what, what what could this have possibly been?" Right, right. And if you think that it was bad, it was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> what? Any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my god, they can get away with anything. <laughs> I, 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 rubber penis was this I like think that was it's a crosstown shootout. Wasn't I think it? it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags. I think. So. <laughs> all right. They, they, they were they were envious. They didn't have one. <laughs> you, well, Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins is he the best? He's the he's the best. The best ever. <laughs> Oh my god, he's the goat of homophobia. <laughs> oh my god. I think somebody's dick came off and they threw it out on the court. 
what a what a cool dude. Classic basketball trope. It sounds like um, they didn't have so much a problem with the F slur as they did uh, conflating trans with uh, homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best. Isn't he the best? Transgender people, gay people, and priests that molest children. They're all the same, it's right? all under the same flag, I think. Hilarity. Right. Wow. Good job, uh, Bob. West Virginia, right? Go, West Virginia. <laughs> Take me home. All right. So this week on the show, we're going to be discussing the old, the good old Chris Brown Rihanna throwdown. Twelve rounds of throwdown. Oh yeah, Rihanna versus the Rude Boy. <laughs> Correct. So I I went kind of looking around for something that summed up this controversy and how it all started and came about, and I landed on a gold mine because we recently did an episode of WATP where Patrick Michael, who is you know if you're familiar with WATP, you know who Patrick Michael is. And he brought up this woman named Jaguar Wright, who is a backup singer, basically. And she had a lot of success early in her career with The Roots. Uh And if you'll remember, Jay-Z did an Unplugged concert on MTV. Okay. And she was a backup singer on that. (laughs) So she's off the rails in a conspiratorial kind of way. Uh She's bitter. Yeah. That her career didn't go where she wanted it to go. Yeah. And she's blaming the Illuminati. Well, on, on, and every rapper is in the Illuminati <laughs> and on Epstein's Island. Yeah. Like oh. that kind of shit. And Jaguar Wright is that camp. All We were talking about Jamie Foxx is in the hospital and saying that oh, right. P. Diddy and was making everybody like making an usher blow Justin Bieber, you know, all that yeah. kind of crazy shit. Yeah. So that that's where she's coming from. Okay. And this is her telling us why Chris Brown and Rihanna had this falling out. This is clip one of four. I don't understand why people keep talking about that. It was forever ago. They were both very young. And he had just had his first herpes outbreak from her giving him the herpes. Ooh, my, my, my. Like, how the fuck did, you know what I mean? Like. Like, people don't understand what happened that night. And that's because Jay-Z worked so fucking hard to change the narrative of that night. So apparently, Rihanna gave Chris Brown herpes, Mm. and that's why Chris Brown flew off the handle. And That doesn't sound conspiratorial, though. (laughs) It kind of sounds like it makes a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) The biggest cover. Now, Rihanna was only 14, 15 when he started fucking with her and signed to the death jam. It's clear to say that the herpes that she had came from the person she had been most sexually involved with, and that was Sean Carter. So what she's saying is that Jay-Z had a relationship with a 15-year-old Rihanna, Mm. and Jay-Z gave Rihanna herpes, and Rihanna gave Chris Brown herpes. And then Chris Brown found out about it and beat her up at Clive Owen's house or some shit <laughs> on the way home. It sounds like uh, Occam's razor. That sounds, it doesn't sound, it sounds like the most likely scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad because you gave me herpes. Right. I believe that. Right. Beyonce can't leave Jay-Z because what, who else is she going to find that is on that level with herpes? <laughs> Probably everyone. 
yeah no it's it's cheaper to keep her right it's just right. easier to stay with somebody that already has herpes that explain to a new woman that you have like find another woman that's cool with herpes i feel like i feel like you're uh burying you're not burying the lead or you're uh leading with the lead here like <laughs> we, we, we feel like this was the big payoff is Every, it? everything else we're going to talk about diane sawyer's take on this is going to be <laughs> diarrhea compared to jaguar right i need to get these listeners interested in what's happening on this show joe yeah and it all has to do with herpes yeah so here it is chris brown has his first herpes outbreak from the celebrity girlfriend who he was set up with and it was supposed to be this and it was supposed to be that and he was there so people wouldn't pay attention to the fact that she was fucking Jay-Z. <laughs> underage. Okay. Yeah. I in mean, Barbados, I mean. So I mean, <laughs> that's probably what goes on in Barbados. Hey, if you're going to have an affair with an underage woman... Disavow that comment. Make that's sure probably, you... I don't feel that way. That's not what's, They're not having sex with kids in Barbados. That's, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, you're worried about the fallout of our Barbados listenership. Is that what you're worried about? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All, all you let, folks in let Barbados. Me, let me tell you, you have nothing to worry Zero. about. Okay, this all stays in. Should we? Um, should we talk about what like what was going on in the like? This sounds like the the truth. This sounds like the uh, world oh. star truth. Well, I, does it? I mean, should we listen to what was going on in the? Uh, mains the lamestream media. We'll 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 get to that. Okay, but this is this is why it happened. Everything else that we have after this is the fallout from this. Is the bullshit cover right? Up. So we have to. This needs to be set up. But she even said in that clip, if you were listening, that th this was like alleged. This is all alleged. Right. None. Of the, this is not a fact. What I, she's saying. Well, here. I'm taking it as fact. It makes sense. Yeah. And it's hilarious. I feel like when, when they're like, stay woke, I feel like this is what you need to be awake to. Yeah. It's all about herpes. It's all about Jay-Z's herpes. Okay. One more clip. Let, let her don't, get... Don't sleep on Jay-Z's herpes. <laughs> yeah. Let her get through this. Then he said, I'm fucking done with you. And he stormed out of Clive Davis's house, got into his very expensive car, and Rihanna chased after him. She gets in the car and started fighting on him because he embarrassed her for calling her a dick-sucking whore and saying in front of everybody that she gave him the herpes at Clive Davis's house. Clive Davis's house. Mm. I think I said Clive Owen earlier. Oh. I, I gotta, I gotta uh, apologize for that. I was Sorry to Clive Owen. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if this was at Clive Owen's house? <laughs> He's like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. I'm not in the music business. In a, in a British accent. Okay, so now that that happens, right? And there's a whole arrest report record. He, they both beat each other up, right? Hey, there's good people on both sides. <laughs> they both got their shots in. Okay, but when a guy hits a woman, it it's his fault. You know, you yeah. know how it goes. You you have to be basically on the ground getting kicked by a woman when the cops show up. Yeah. For it to be her fault. Yeah. Right? You know. So whatever. He's got he's got his scratches. She's punched in the face. So at this point, Chris Brown needs to go into damage control mode. His whole team, you can tell this is gonna be two minutes of audio of Chris Brown's apology, and you can tell that it's been massaged and 
This oh, is for sure. probably the fifteenth take that he's done of it, you know. Yeah, and he does look like he's being held captive by. He, there's a uh, ISIS. Johnny Depp. There's an ISIS cutlass dressed off camera. Yeah, yeah. This is a Johnny Depp style <laughs> held hostage by your yeah, publicist. Yeah. I must type. do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah my people say <laughs> the best kind of apology. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris Brown. Since February, my attorney has advised me not to speak out, even though ever since the incident I wanted to publicly express my deepest regret and accept full responsibility. Although I would do some interviews and answer some questions in the future, I felt it was time that you heard directly from me that I am sorry. Against my lawyer's advice, I want to say that I'm sorry, even though, according to my lawyer, it's an admission of guilt. <laughs> Hi, do you know me? I'm Chris Brown, introducing yourself at the beginning of your apology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for my fans and Rihanna and to my lawyer who I'm basically making his case unwinnable. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people who had to produce this video for this being the hundredth time I've had to fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've ever heard his music, you could tell he's not he's not very good at talking or singing. He's fucking sucks. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's not my style, you know, of whatever. You know, I like Kiss Kiss. Oh, do you? Yep. Yeah, but that's really the T-Pain. It's everything but Chris Brown that's good on it. <laughs> yeah. If, if your whole verse is auto-tuned, you know you suck. Or everybody knows you suck. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I do understand. It's an artistic choice. I'm not saying that he's not talented. The, the, half the problem is that he is talented. I was watching. Well, we'll get to the the other stuff that I pulled. But yeah, Joe's going to uh, get into more comments. of like the Rihanna reaction and other reactions. But this is the apology proper. Right. I have tried to live my life in a way which can make those around me proud of me. And until recently, I think I was doing a pretty good job. I wish I had the chance to live those few moments again, but unfortunately I can't. I cannot go into what happened, and most importantly, I'm not going to sit here and make any excuses. I take great pride in me being able to exercise self-control, and what I did was inexcusable. Who's he trying to make proud over there with this? Ike yeah. Turner? Yeah. Justin Roiland? I, I thought I was doing a pretty good job. Chris Hardwick thought I was doing a pretty good yeah. job. <laughs> My fellow uh, accused white uh, women beaters. Yep. Yep. But it's, he's not just disappointed in himself. He's, he's leading a blessed life. I am very sad and very ashamed of what I've done. My mother and my spiritual teachings have taught me way better than that. I have told Rihanna countless times that I'm telling you today that I'm truly, truly sorry and that I wasn't able to handle the situation both differently and better. I recognize that I've truly been blessed. I've been blessed with a wonderful family, wonderful friends and fans. God has been generous in giving me the ability which has brought me fame and fortune. I've done a lot of soul searching and over the past several months I've talked with my minister and my mother and I spent a lot of time trying to understand what happened and why. His spiritual teachers. <laughs> Very relatable. Yeah. Uh, I told Rihanna countless times to shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> now, here we are. And the girl that gave me herpes. I punched the girl that gave me herpes in the herpes. <laughs> I, uh, I really like that he did the uh, the John Cena, the, 
the truly true. I'm I'm my han han han. Sorry about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but what's next when it comes to the anatomy of these kind of orchestrated apologies? Is you know, copying to it the way he's done thus far. But next, you have to promise that you'll never do it again. I've let a lot of people down, and I realize that, and no one is more disappointed in me than I am. As many of you know, I grew up in a home where there was domestic violence, and I saw firsthand what uncontrolled rage could do. I have sought and I'm continuing to seek help to ensure that what occurred in February can never happen again. And as I sit here today, I can tell you that I will do everything in my power to make sure that it never happens again, and I promise that. No one is more disappointed in Chris than Chris. Well. Okay. We're seeing a lot of patterns emerge, right? Yeah. In these apologies. Yeah, we're becoming some, experts. You know, and we're seeing these stages of apology as well. Like, obviously, a public news conference is your top tier. Oh, it's a gambit. It's, it's that, something on live you, TV. It's the gambit that you can't do anything to me worse than what I've already done to myself. Oh, so right. please leave me alone. Yeah. You know, don't don't come at me with all the slings and arrows because yeah. I already shot myself in the foot. Yeah, nobody, it's, nobody will, it's that gambit. And nobody it, will hold. Nobody will be tougher on me than me. Yeah. Put your whips and chains away, everyone. Right. And this motherfucker had to apologize so much that he wrote a song called Apology. Yeah, right. And I, you know, if anybody's going to be hard on Chris, it's going to be me for this fucking song because it sucks ass. I think that, that might end up on my board, I think, going forward, a little short version. Something, yeah. Please accept my apology. Please accept my apology, baby. My apology, baby. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Yeah, I wanted to grab uh, Ruben Stuttered's uh, apology. I'm sorry, 2004. Okay. <laughs> we'll get that. Oh, we should. That should be the theme song for this show. I grabbed it a long time ago. <laughs> Fuck my band. That should be the theme song of this show. Just because that music's free. That's the oh only my reason. God, it sucks too. <laughs> what am I? Ruben Stutter, right? Not Heatseeker. Go check out Heatseeker. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. All right. Last clip of the apology. This is the last 15 seconds where, uh, you know, he's um, he's sorry because of what people think of him. Because he holds himself to a higher standard as a role model. What I did was unacceptable, 100%. I can only ask and pray that you forgive me, please. I hope that others learn from my mistake. I intend to live my life so that I'm truly worthy of the term role model. Thank you. I think it's, he still has an opportunity to be a role model. It's just to a different group of people, maybe, than he is intending to be a role model for. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that want to punch the person that gave them herpes. Yeah. He's a role model for them. <laughs> we hate herpes. Yeah. We hate herpes. A um, lot of redneck wife beaters love Chris Brown, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So I did not pull the clip. The reason that Rihanna decided, because Rihanna went back to him for a minute you know mm, like yeah. and then like there was major fallout 
Oh yeah, spoiler alert. That. There's a there's a bunch of other apologies from Chris Brown about other shit. Yeah, like this may be Chris Brown part Usher. one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, We're yeah. gonna be able to do three episodes. Yeah, on this, this guy's guy. a gold mine. Because yeah, also his apologies are meaningless, so he just throws them out, you know, publicly, willy nilly, like they're monopoly money. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh Um, so the reason that Rihanna kind of like came forward, like in like disavowed, disavowed was because of like young girls, like the influence that she had over, there was a lot of outcry from, you know, organized young, what teen Vogue or some shit Sure. about, um, you know, if you don't walk away from this, then who, if you can't walk away from this, then who can, right. You know? So I think. She could do a lot better than Chris Brown, let's be real. Of course. Okay. You know, and now she's, you know, making shitty Super Bowl halftime shows, you know, that are awful and pregnant. Doing it pregnant. <laughs> Look at her, lady boss. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but... You thought it was funny? Yeah, that's what she was going for. She wanted it to be hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was funny the way she put her child at risk, dangling yeah. <laughs> 100 feet up in the air. <laughs> yeah, right. And we're going to judge her on her decision-making. So why why don't you get into your clips here, Joe? All right. So, you know, Andy Andy got us through the alternate reality, uh, a.k.a. the truth of of the matter. (laughs) But here's what the uh, public was being spoon-fed on the major networks. When you hear some of his fans saying, she must have done something to make him do this. He hadn't done this before. I'm just saying, like, okay, yeah, she deserved to get beat up to the degree she got beat up. I don't believe that Chris Brown just attacked Rihanna for nothing. I believe she provoked him, and that's what happened. So she must have done something. Did she hit him? Did she bait him? Did she rile him? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what Did she attack the size of his manhood? Did she kick him in that manhood? So this is the other thing that I'm picking up on, and and um, weirdly, there's another clip, another anchor, another newswoman, another interview coming up here that I'll reference. I hope it sounds better than that one. Uh, No, it well, (laughs) yeah. Oh, this audio is 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but um. Diane Sawyer and like these media people are just like this fake sympathy. Like they're trying, like they, they think they're like craftily, you know, pulling the story from you by being like, was it the size of his dong? What? What? Made, were you dick crazy? Did you black snake moan all over <laughs> it? Like, why would you do this? You know, like this kind, this sympathy, like when everybody's just like, I don't want your fucking sympathy. Yeah, that's this. this okay. That's like what we're getting from Diane Sawyer here. The whole the whole time, I was just like disgusted by it. And just like, shut up. You're not my friend. You're not here for any real good reason fuck you You she's just there to hold the moral high ground yeah yeah it was just like yeah hey i'm here to guide you through what's right and when you start to veer off i'll be like are you sure he's not a complete piece of shit (laughs) but um so what was this fight all about right that's my clip too she says she and brown were in the car on the way home from that grammy party he was driving she saw a text message on his cell phone from an old girlfriend she got angry. I caught him in LA, and he wouldn't tell the truth, so I wouldn't drop it. 
I couldn't take that he kept lying to me and he couldn't take that I wouldn't drop it. It escalated into him being violent towards me and it was ugly. Yeah, it's a tale as old as time, isn't it, Sir Sean Connery? Yeah, he was doing his uh, over-the-top where he's driving and working out by punching yeah. her in the face or yeah. his other hand. That's more true than you know. <laughs> I don't know if you, like, did you hear, like, look at the injury report or whatever? No. Oh, we'll get to it. Anyway, but my clip 2A is, uh, like, this is Chris Brown coming from the uh, school of Sean Connery. Well, if you have tried everything else... And women are pretty good at this. They, they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last, last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again, get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. To give a good slap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Barbara Walters doing, like, these, these people are... Uh, uh, w- there's bad people on both sides of the microphone. <laughs> There's yeah. always got to be that person. It's that is... this Barbara Walters is doing the same thing. This is when I really got uh, irritated with Diane Sawyer mm-hmm. because she just picked this up from Barbara Walters, who's just sitting there like, what? I can't Show, believe. I'm just, a, I'm just a silly woman, Sean. Tell me how it is. So you just slap him right in the face. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yep, usually works for me. <laughs> want, want me to show you how? It, How it's done. And at the end of it, Barbara Walters is like, you're going to get a lot of male related to this. And he's like, I'm going to get a lot of female. <laughs> Classic Connery. <laughs> so um, we've had a lot of fun here today. But honestly, uh, Chris Brown is a piece of shit for putting a, any blemish on that gorgeous Rihanna. Okay. So let's uh here's a list of here's essentially a timeline of what happened i think it says he shoved her against her window punched her in the left eye that at one point your mouth is filled with blood they quote him as saying i'm going to beat the out of you when we get home and at another point now i'm really going to kill you she desperately tried to phone her assistant he threw the phone out the window he had you in a headlock not once but twice and Jesus, this is a fucking uh, Three Stooges bit in that car on the way home. Now, also keep in mind what Andy said. Like, Rihanna's like, oh, an ex girlfriend texted him, and I was upset and I wouldn't let it go, and he was pissed off that I wouldn't let it go. Or is it. It was probably both. He, he was had just a like vicious burning in his cry. Yeah. <laughs> She was probably like, oh, that bitch is texting you again. He's like, you gave me herpes, bitch. That bitch is the one that gave you herpes. They just throw it at each other's faces. You you gave me herpes. No, you gave me herpes. Oh, okay. Are they sure she was covered in blood or she just had an open sore on her mouth? (laughs) So then Rihanna talks about how this is not the Chris that I knew, you know. I know he was saying it to scare me, but he had no... No salt in his eyes. Just blank. So at that point, I just didn't know what could happen. He was clearly blacked out. There was no person when I looked at him. I'm blacking out listening to you babble on about it. <laughs> Jesus. His, no, but his eyes were like a doll's eyes. <laughs> yeah. 
they just rolled back. Um, yeah, so cl- that's also battered wife syndrome. It's a little bit right, like you know, he, he's it's, that's not who he is or whatever. Um, then, so here's more uh, more abuse from the incident actually bit you a couple of times once on the left side of your ear and also then bit your fingers it breathes stealing my bit he's biting everybody <laughs> be honest in a support group with uh if you're in the holy field mike tyson's here whoa <laughs> what a coup i have tyson on my podcast chris brown is like a wild animal <laughs> biting everyone <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just thought that I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? He's how is he driving a car and her biting fa- her? Right, right. At what point is it like she's trying to get out of the car? At what point are you trying to bite her hand and her ear? What the fuck? Like, right. what, I'm trying to put it like the he shoved her face into the passenger side window mm-hmm. and then punched her like so he's right handed. He's like he's driving. He's punching her while he's driving. That all makes sense. I don't know when the headlocks and noogies, Indian and burns biting. and biting started. Yeah. When he started fighting like he was in a third grade schoolyard. Yeah. And he took her off the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in this clip, Rihanna sounds like my wife. I fell in love with that person. That's embarrassing. That's <laughs> embarrassing that that's the type of person... That I fell in love with. <laughs> hey, who can't relate to that? Right. Uh, so the, so Breezy then released his new album and went on Good Morning America. Oh, no. To promote it. Good Morning and, America, where credibility goes to die. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not sure how long after this incident was. Uh, they brought up this this whole restraining order thing, and and um, so lawyers or whatever got involved, you know, probably record label people, and they crafted this restraining order against Rihanna's will, basically, because she knew that they would be at the same, you know, events as far as like being in the music business and stuff like that, and trying to like do a ten yard distance at some gathering like that would just complicate things and be challenging. So she was never really about it. So I don't know how long that went on, but so, uh, it's in this clip, it's just lifted and, um, that, like that's recent news. And so Robin Roberts brings it up to Chris Brown. What's going on now is that recently the restraining order against uh-huh. you that Rihanna had, uh, had issued has been relaxed. I mean, it's not really a big deal to me now as far as that situation. Mm-hmm. I think I'm past that in my life, and I think today is the album day, so that's what I'm focused on. So everybody go get that album. It seems reasonable to me. I'm, you know, so far so good. There's no friend. songs on the album about punching Rihanna in the face. If yeah. that's what you're hoping for, right. there's, you're not going to find out why I did it on this album. <laughs> you have to wait for the mixtape. Yeah. Yeah, and she lifted the fucking, like, what are we doing here? She lift the restraining order has been lifted, right? It's good news, right? So we're celebrating that, right? Yeah. We're celebrating my album and the restraining order is lifted. Hey, everything's coming up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so in the next clip here, uh, fucking Robert and Roberts just won't let it go. Yeah, but you can understand how some people, you know, what, what, that was very serious. 
what you what yeah. you went through and what happened and what uh, and uh, even the judge though afterwards said that you had served your time mm -hmm. as far as the community service and that and, yeah. and move it on but have you been able to how have you been able to I've been that? focusing on his album you know I think this this album is what you know, I, I want people to hear and want people to really get into. So definitely this album is what I want them to talk about and not the kind of stuff that happened two years ago. Strike two, bitch. I mean, you want some more? You want some of what Riri got? What the fuck? How many times do I have to tell you I don't want to fucking talk about it? Yeah. So what happens, right? Next clip. Wednesday on BET's 106 and Park video countdown, Brown expressed his frustration over being asked a question about his past in the GMA interview. First and foremost, I want to apologize to anybody who was startled in the office, anybody who was offended or, or really or really looked and disappointed at my actions because I was disappointed in the way I acted. And, you know, um, a lot of people don't know what went down. I have no idea what went down. <laughs> what could possibly have happened? I'm sure Jaguar Wright will tell us. <laughs> Did uh, Robin Wright give Chris Brown herpes or something? <laughs> Who else is on that show? I don't know if I can know. But I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm proud to say. <laughs> you passed the test. Yeah. Uh, you're not a housewife. All right. So next clip. The singer stormed backstage in a rage. A cooler was thrown and this window was broken. When I do interviews, we always send out like a, a, a talking point sheet. The, the, the talking points were, you know, positivity, creative, and everything that was sent to me. It was about the album. That's what we were talking about. So as the interview proceeded, I was thrown off by it. And, you know, I felt like it was like, okay, they told us this just so they can get us on the show to exploit me. You know, that's what I thought, you know. And so I took it very, very hard. Yeah. They wanted to make you look like an asshole, and uh, you fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> you fucking sucker. Now, the one thing that I found, find interesting in that is they say Chris Brown stormed off the set of Good Morning America. A cooler was thrown, and this window was broken. Okay. So that what they don't say is Chris Brown threw a cooler and broke this window. They don't say that. Right. They say, but, Chris Brown was here, and now our window is yeah. broken. Who knows what could have happened? Right, right. And, and all of a sudden, I'm pregnant. Chris, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I think Chris Brown was slamming Rihanna's head into this window. Yeah, yeah. This just in. So the good news is, though, that Chris Brown has a new shitty song out that he's promoting with... Uh, you know, when Jack Harlow's not guesting on the new Breezy track, he's redoing White Men Can't Jump. Oh, right, so Jack exactly. Harlow's on this song. You're not going to hear it. But um, this is... Uh, no, no, well, yeah. we're oh, going we're to play it To out. play us out. Yeah, we're going to play us out. But in, for the meantime, we're going to figure out whether or not we accept Chris Brown's apology. I would say no fucking way. No, right? absolutely not. No. Now, fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck that. Look at him. He's nothing, guys. Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> But in the meantime, you can uh, rest, you know, s sleep soundly knowing that your other songs, it's just like rehashed bullshit that sounds like a worse version of what you already had. Oh, yeah. So my, my theory is, I'll, I'll, end, I'll end it with this. I think that uh, like Chris Brown is like uh, Chinese owned or something. He's got like Chinese symbols, like uh, uh, 
I don't want to say cut into his head or whatever, but it, they're like died. Okay. So, so I think the only people that'll do business with him are like people that don't give a shit about Rihanna or oh, America. Yeah. So he, he's definitely got a Chinese bank here's the, account. Here's the number one hit out, out in uh, China today. Yeah. This is called Psychic from Chris Coming Brown. at you. <laughs> so we learned that Bob Huggins is probably teaching basketball at Westboro Baptist Church. And Chris Brown is a giant piece of shit. And Jay-Z gave Rihanna herpes. Yeah. We learned a lot today. And probably a lot of other, some of the other finest tale in the music business. Stay sorry.